Hello there. Welcome again to the next episode of Eagle Mountain Saginaw ISD's Counseling and Campus Support Team and Department. Um, I'm Tiffany Turner. I'm the counselor at Chisholm Trail High School, and I'm here today with Phaedra Gorslin. She is one of our social workers who um, covers um, many of our elementary schools here in our district. And um, we're just so glad to have you, Phaedra. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and so we're going to talk today about um, probably one of the things that we find ourselves talking to students and um, families about the most, right? This is a topic that comes up tons. We're going to talk about coping skills. And so, Phaedra, I wonder if you could chime in and kind of just talk about what a coping skill is and why we need them. Sure. So... First off, it's important to remember that coping skills are the tools that we use to tolerate both our everyday emotions and stressors, um, as well as the big crisis moments that occur throughout our lives. They are the things that increase our resiliency and our ability to bounce back from something stressful so that we can have a healthy level of functioning. I love that. Okay. And are there, is there a difference between bad coping skills versus good coping skills? Like, what do you think about that? Uh, absolutely. I think that um, even our good coping skills can be bad if we revert to them too often. So when we think about good coping skills, I like to think of things that encourage movement or problem solving, things that are going to address the negative stress that we're experiencing in ways that help us to resolve it. I like that. Um, Yeah, and distraction can be a great coping skill for more minor stressors like watching the TV whenever we're waiting on an important phone call or um, something to that effect. And then we think about bad coping skills as things that are potentially harmful to ourselves either physically or emotionally or to the relationships that we have with other people. So something as simple as isolating, pulling away from people can be a bad coping skill um, if it's used too frequently. And then because it breaks down relationships that way. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. then we can devolve into things that are even more harmful or habit forming, like using drugs or alcohol or self-harming behavior as a coping skill. Yeah, that's so good. When, I, when I'm talking to my teens, a lot of times I'll, I'll create a chart where we have the bad ones on one side and the good ones on the other side. And the only thing I always say, the only thing that gets you on the bad side is if it costs you something or if it creates more problems. And so drugs may help you forget what you're feeling, but then you've got legal issues or conflict with your parents when they find out, or not to mention health risks. And so that's that cost built in makes it more on that negative or bad side. Um, So ideally we're leaning toward coping skills that add something to your life and don't take away anything and cost you something. Exactly. That's exactly right. And I think for our kids, especially when we're talking to maybe some of our older older kids and then teenagers, young adults, um, we really want to emphasize that even those coping skills that seem somewhat benign or maybe neutral, like distraction, which can be very, very helpful sometimes, it's not, it's not a coping skill that we want to rely on all the time. If you're constantly coming home and flipping on a video game because you've had a stressful day, Um, pretty soon you're really pulling away from your relationships. You're pulling away from healthier activities that you could be doing or need to be doing. That's so good. And I talk about that with my kids too, about diversifying their coping. 
and I talk about how ideally they have a tool belt of about 10 things at any given moment that they could choose from. And the other part of that too is if they're in school, they can't turn on the TV. That's not a coping skill that they can engage in. So you kind of have to choose your coping skill based on the environment that you're in too. Exactly. And so that diversifying and making sure you have a variety is, is pretty key. Yep. Yeah. So what about, um, what about some examples at the elementary level or like for the little kids? What are some of the coping skills that you hear them using or that you notice um, are helpful for them? So what I love about young children is that their most natural coping skill tends to be play. Um, they're drawn to play as a way to divert away from stress, but then they also utilize it as a means to process any of the uncomfortable feelings or traumatic events that have occurred, that have occurred throughout their throughout their day, throughout their life, etc. So play is really, really paramount, especially when I'm talking to parents uh, about what's going to work well for their child. Um, when we start talking about a little bit older children, like elementary age, they respond really well to breathing activities and moving. Um, anything that I can do to incorporate those two aspects is great. So big belly breaths or star breathing are some fun ones that we do. Things like yoga poses are, work really well for that age group. I love it. Those all sound like things I would enjoy too. <laughs> yeah, they are a lot of fun. Uh, one of the things I talk to my teens about, and and I and again, I think we're kind of categorizing younger teen and even adult, but really, it it's and I always say it depends on your personality. Everybody's different as to what coping skills you know that you like and enjoy and that work for you. Um, but with teens, I feel like one of the number ones that I hear the most is um, music, listening to music, um, hanging out with their friends. They're very into peers, as long as those things that they're doing are, are safe. And then, um, and then from there, it's just kind of whatever their personality is. If they're a creative, journaling or art is really helpful. If they're, if they're not, if they don't like to talk about feelings or that's less comfortable sometimes um, working out some things on the football field or going for a run, some of those things are maybe more their go-to. Um, and I love that there's no right or wrong on that. It's more just what is your personality and what is it that, that helps you. Exactly. And I, I love that you touched on personalizing that to each teenager because they are so unique and different and trying to find their own way and what really works for them. Um, I think the social aspect of coping for a teen is incredibly important, whether that's just side by side playing a game of football or basketball or that sitting down and doing an art project together or some kids really benefit from one on one dialoguing back and forth in a healthy relationship people who can hold them accountable, people who can kind of call them out for things and give them feedback about the stress that's going on in their life. So good. I love it. So if parents want other ideas for coping for either themselves or their kids, do you have any resources you would recommend, um, Phaedra? I do. I always say I'm a little biased to the mental health professionals who work in your schools because <laughs> I think that we typically have a myriad of coping skills at the ready and we're able to explain them to parents about how to use them effectively with your kids and how to encourage your kids to use coping skills and in, in what moments and what scenarios 
Um, but for younger, I also like a lot of apps for my younger kids. Um, Calm Kingdom is a really fun app for my like pre-K kindergarten kids that uses coping skills like physical movement, deep breathing exercises, and even introduces them on a very basic level to guided meditation, which is a lot of fun. Um, for my elementary kids, there's an app called Positive Penguins, and it does cost, I think, 99 cents at the App Store. Um, but well worth it because it helps them to identify their feelings. It helps them to talk through those feelings, why they're having them, what they can do about them, which is a great cognitive component and a good age to introduce those thoughts. Um, and then for middle school, high school, and even adults, I love the Calm app. It just really, yeah. it's there's a heavy emphasis on deep breathing techniques and guided meditation that I personally find really helpful. Yeah. Um, and as far as websites go, very well med, I'm sorry, verywellmind.com has um, some really great articles on just how parents themselves can use coping skills effectively and model that for their kids, which is such an important component to your child being a, being a successful coping skill user. Um, and then there's also a great website called walkalong.ca. It's a Canadian-based website dedicated to helping people along their mental health journey. It includes lots of different coping skills, including grounding, writing worry scripts for anxiety, exam relation, or relaxation techniques, excuse me. And then um, it also puts together a life chart graph so that you're keeping track of you know, how much exercise have you gotten today? When did you eat today? Just nice. basic needs that we all we all need to yeah. stay healthy and be functioning. I love that. That was such a wonderful list. Um, there's only two things I would add. Um, my favorite worksheet to hand out um, is it's called 99 Coping Skills, and it's by Boys Town. You can go to Google and find it. It's just a really good one. And then also Eagle Mountain Saginaw ISD Counseling Department has put together a virtual calming room. And I believe that's been shared out um, on social media, but you can also just go to our website and search for it, Virtual Calming Room. And it's got loads of just things you can do, coloring, um, sound, soothing sounds, yoga, um, lots of good stuff. So Phaedra, thank you so much for all your ideas and your expertise and for just joining to me today to have this uh, conversation about coping skills. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.